Good morning, church. Good morning. Thank you for joining us today. Please stand with me as we come together and worship through song. morning, EBC. Good morning to you, those online as well. We just want to say thanks for being here. We're excited. It's going to be an awesome day and an awesome week, and we're ready to celebrate Jesus. Um, today, you can come tonight at 6 o'clock. 
with Randy Darr for the Living for Christ and Culture That Doesn't um, Bible study in the chapel at 6 o'clock. On Monday, at, we can have, or the deacons are having a meeting at 6 o'clock tomorrow. So deacons tomorrow on Monday, 6 o'clock meeting. <laughs> hey. I have to remind people all the time in my house. I'm used to this. Wednesday, October 25th, we have prayer and share at 6.30 over in the chapel. On October 26th, that's Thursday, you can join us for the quilt group at 10 a.m. or from 5 to 7 is Merchant's Night. Now, the kids in this town know what Merchant's Night is. Who can tell me? Any of you? Candy night, yes, thank you. <laughs> That's the big kid in the house speaking. <laughs> this year we are going to be in front of the rabbit's hole. Um, Sue has let us meet there, which is awesome. And um, it's near AT&T and on that side of the square. So the rabbit's hole from 5 to 7, we will be passing out candy for merchant's night. And then on Saturday, October 28th, we are having a cleanup day here at church at 8.30 in the morning. Meet here, and um, there will be lots of jobs, big and small. All of us can help and do something to help work around the church and get things cleaned up. And then this month is also Pastor Appreciation Month. So if you would, drop a note um, telling us what um, our pastor, how our pastor has impacted your life. And just let him know that... Um, we appreciate him and let just remind him of all the things, great things he's doing. And then we have um, things going on. Buckets for Blessings are due on November the 1st, and you can get those out in the hallway. Pick up a bucket, and it will um, have a list of items that you can put in the bucket to help serve different ministries um, with IBSA. And then also we have the Operation Christmas Child boxes. You can pick up a box out in the hallway as well. You can choose if you want to fill a box for a boy or a girl for different ages, and those go to um, other nations to help children learn about Christ who have never heard the gospel before. All right, I think that's it. Mark Gwillem is going to come up and lead us in prayer. Let's go to the Lord in prayer at this time. Oh, Lord, Heavenly Father, thank you so much for bringing us this morning to your house that we can hear music that glorifies you and we can hear the message that Cliff's about to, to send to us. And I ask you, Lord, to be with everything that this church is about to do. There's, there's so many activities going on this month and this week that, that hopefully your hand will be in, in every part of it and we'll be able to reach the community beyond, far beyond these walls for the people that are lost that, that need to hear your word. I ask these things in your name. Amen. She's so much nicer to you guys when she makes announcements. She's a lot more forceful with me on announcements, but please stand with me as we come together and worship through song again. Water you turn into wine. Open the eyes of the blind, there's no one like you, none like you. 
But into the darkness you shine And out of the ashes we rise There's no one like you None like you Cause our God is greater Our God is stronger God you are higher than any other Our God is healer Awesome in power Our God Our God And into the darkness you shine out of the ashes we rise there's no one like you none like you our God is greater our God is stronger God you are higher than any other our God is healer Awesome in power, our God, our God. And if our God is for us, then who could ever stop us? And if our God is with us, then what could stand against? And if our God is for us, then who could ever stop us? And if our God is with us, then what could stand against? What could stand against? Cause our God is greater, our God is stronger. God, you are higher than any other. Our God is healer, awesome in power. Our God, our God, our God is greater, our God is stronger. God, you are higher than any other. Our God is healer. Awesome in power, our God, our God. And if our God is for us, then who could ever stop us? And if our God is with us, then what could stand against? And if our God is for us, then who could ever stop us? And if our God is with us, then what could stand against? What could stand against? Because our God is greater, our God is stronger. God, you are higher than any other. Our God is healer, awesome in power. Our God, our God, our God is greater. Our God is stronger. God, you are higher than any other. Our 
God is healer, awesome in power, our God, our God.
place for me and I'm a child of God yes I am I am chosen not forsaken I am who you say I am you are for me not against me I am who you say I am I am chosen not forsaken I am who you say I am you are for me not against me I am who you say I am I am chosen not forsaken I am who you say I am you are for me not against me I am who you say I am oh I am who you say I am yes I am sun sets free oh it's free indeed I'm a child of God yes I am in my father's house there's a place for me I'm a child All right, today we finish out Proverbs, okay? We're going to finish out Proverbs, and today, if, you, if you've been reading ahead, we're going to talk about who can find an excellent wife, all right? Who can find an excellent wife? So <laughs> here's what's going to happen. First, I'm going to talk about Lisa, <laughs> then Adam after he, gets next, after he gets done moving next to his wife, he's going to talk about Heather. And then Mark is going to talk about Teresa in, in her absence, so everybody else can tell her. You guys good with that? <laughs> well, yeah, Mark's leaving. Okay. All right. So let me ask you this question, because here's what, I, here's what I, I, I fear, right? We're going to talk about an excellent wife, and we're going to look at this. We've read it, we've read it many times. But I don't want you to disconnect, okay? He's going to talk about an excellent wife. I already have one, right? So why do I need to listen? But let's talk about this. How many of you are looking for an excellent wife? It's great that nobody raised their hand. <laughs> 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 you know, 
because it's a long ride home, all right? <laughs> Next question. Guys, get ready. How many of you already have an excellent wife? Yeah, <laughs> there we go. Okay. <laughs> Needs to be higher back there. <laughs> okay. All right. Both hands ought to go up, right? Okay, how many of you already have an excellent wife? Here's what I want you to think about. As we walk through this, these 22 verses, because you've already got it, I want you to think about this. Can we see, can we see the differences in God's values as opposed to the values that our culture has? Okay, think about that. Because that's what the book of Proverbs is about. It's about teaching us how to live out God's values in a world that doesn't have the same values. And so when we walk through this excellent wife, you found one, whatever. Here's what I want you to think about is look at the values that God places on an excellent wife according to his word. And think about what the world values and see the difference between the two. See the difference between the two. Because sometimes we, we get caught up in the world's and the culture's values, don't we? Sometimes when we, we, we you know, maybe we've, because I've heard guys complain about their wives. Because at times we get caught up in the world's values. We don't promote God's values. And I want you to think about this. Everything that we read in Proverbs 31, these, ver these 22 verses, is not a new concept. You've already, if you've read through the Proverbs, you've read exactly, you've read about the excellent wife without knowing it. In other words, the values that are there in, this, in these 22 verses have already been taught in previous ones. In previous Proverbs, these things have already been taught. So guys, if you're looking and say, hey, you need to do this, you needed to do it already. Just, just kind of think about that. As we talked about Proverbs, and we talked about this is, this is teaching us how to live. We'll talk about that in a minute, teaching us how to live. Proverbs 31, when it talks about the excellent wife, is the Proverbs lived out for us. What's it look like to live out the Proverbs? What's it look like to live out the Proverbs? You ask that question. What does it look like if I start applying all these Proverbs where I talked about my, all the, my, my character and all the other things? How does it look like? Well, it looks like this. So if you ever, you know, if you want to know what it looks like, then see, this, this, is, this is a woman that's taken the Proverbs and then applied them to her life and now lives them out. As a matter of fact, when I thought about it, it starts off with addressing the guy, right, son? And it ends, it ends with this. And this is the values that we ought to look for. So as we walk through Proverbs, this is what we've said, this has been the catchphrase as we walk through. It's faith applied to everyday attitudes, everyday activities, and everyday relationships. And as you walk through this,
see the description applied to everyday actions, attitudes, activities, and relationships. We're trying to do what? How are we trying to live? We're trying to live like Jesus. And Proverbs, written before Jesus, right? Well, before we have him in the scriptures, he was around. Written, if we look, if we, if we dive into Proverbs, reread it again, and dive into Proverbs and, and live that out, we'll be living like Jesus wants us to live. It's that thing that helps us to understand how do, how do I, I'm a Christian, now what? How do I live that out? And this, is the, this, this book, Proverbs, helps you in your daily life. It's dealing with those daily things that we deal with. And so how do I live that out? That's what this book is about. Now, if you noticed, I said there were 22 verses that we're going to read. Why is that important? Again, one of the literary tools that they use to help us with memory, you've read, you've read this before, it's called an acrostic. Now, it doesn't come across in your Bible, unless, does anybody have a Hebrew Bible that they're reading today? Okay. If you were reading Hebrew, you'd understand it. How many letters are in the Hebrew alphabet? You guys are smart. How many letters are in the Hebrew alphabet? How many verses are we going to read? 22. How many letters are in the Hebrew alphabet? 22. You nailed it. Okay? And so, in the Hebrew, each one of these verses starts out with a follow, the, the letter of the alphabet and works its way through the 22 letters. It's not in, you're not going to find it in yours, Lisa. <laughs> okay? But it, that's what it's there. It's that memory. You saw that in Psalm 119, the longest psalm. That's an acrostic, but it uses more than one verse for the first letter. So just so you know, that's how they, they, they wrote it so that they could remember it. Okay, That's how they wrote it so they could remember it. Let's read Proverbs 31. We're going to start in verse 10. And excellent wife, who can find? For her worth is far above jewels. The heart of her husband trusts in her, and we will have no lack of gain. She does him good and not evil all the days of her life. She looks for wool and flax and works with her hands in delight. She is like merchant ships. She brings her food from afar. She rises also while it is still night and gives food to her household and portions to her maidens. She considers a field and buys it. From her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She girds herself with strength and makes, herself, makes her arms strong. She senses that her gain is good. Her lamp does not go out at night. She stretches out her hands to the staff, and her hands grasp the spindle. She extends her hand to the poor, and she stretches out her hands to the needy. She is not afraid of the snow for her household, for all her household are clothed with scarlet. She makes coverings for herself. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. Her husband is known in the gates when he sits among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them and supplies belts to the tradesmen. Strength and dignity are her clothing, and she smiles at the future. She opens her mouth in wisdom, and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. She looks well to the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children rise up and bless her, her husband also, and he praises her, saying, Many daughters have done nobly, but you excel them all. 
Charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. Give her the product of her hands and let her works praise her in the gates. Okay? I want you to pick up on a couple things as we work through that. Did you notice there were... Okay, that's going to... Guys, I want you to understand there's no commands in there. All right? Just as it describes the excellent wife, it's giving the overview. But you don't need to go home to your wife and say, see here, you need to do this. Okay? Just kind of... I, I, I don't like to do marital counseling. Okay? So here we go. This is, as we work through Proverbs all the way through, wisdom to guide us in everyday life. This is wisdom still to guide us in everyday life. Observations from experience. We get to see that. This woman that's getting described is not, it, it's a real woman that's getting described. Many real women getting described. And so that's that experience that's going on there. There's a lesson implied, right? Even though there's not commands in this, lessons are implied. We understand as we read through the Proverbs that they have two goals. There's two outcomes to every decision. The righteous are the wise decision, and the unrighteous are the unwise or the decision of the fool. We want to be what? Let's say that a little better. We want to be what? We want to be wise and righteous, okay? There we go. We w that's what we desire. We live in a culture that's not their aim. We want to stand out because we're making decisions to pursue righteousness. We're making decisions to, prove, to pursue wisdom. We want to be counted as wise. We want to be counted as wise in God's eyes. God's eyes, that's what we want to do. So let's skip the next slide there, and let's talk about three things that we're going to, three areas that we're going to cover. This is how I kind of grouped it. You could group it other ways, but this is the way that I felt led to group. We're going to talk about character, we're going to talk about commitment, and we're also going to talk about contribution. So it's character, contribution, commitment. Those are the three things that I wanted to pull out as we look over these verses. So again, as we've done, we're going to pull the Proverbs back out as we talk about the character. Character matters. Character matters, right? And so we're going to talk about the character matters not only in the excellent wife, but Proverbs has, told, has taught us all the way through that character, character matters to me, and I'm a guy. Okay, character matters. So let, let's pick this up and see the characteristics or the character of this excellent wife. One of the first things I wrote down was that she is trustworthy. It says the heart of her husband trusts in her. That's an important thing. We want to be trustworthy. She lived it out. She lived out a life that was trustworthy. Her husband, the heart of her husband, could trust in her. She seeks good. Okay? She seeks good. She does him good and not evil all the days of her You know, there's nothing better then when my, my wife turned to me today as Heather made the announcements and she said, I appreciate you, okay? It's nice to have somebody that edifies you and builds you up. Sometimes she's, as Adam made note, sometimes she's not as nice about it, but today it was nice, okay? And you would agree that sometimes she needs to be a little heavy-handed in that. But she's trying to build me up, that edification, right? That's the character of this woman. She has strength, all right? She has strength. She girds herself with strength and makes her arms strong. 
It's not a bodybuilder kind of thing, but she's just a strong woman. As we sang that, who you say I am, we get beat up and beat down. If we would remember who we are in the eyes of Jesus, some, you know, when, you, when you're feeling down about things, when the world's beat on you and, and, and tried to take away your worth, tried to, to make you weak, understand that Jesus loves you. He died for you. And if you're a believer, you're a child of the King. It doesn't get any better than that. You can call me what you want. You can tell me that I don't do this or that. But I am Today, a child of the king, and tomorrow, I'm a child of the king. You, you can take away my job, you can take away my house, my motorcycle, everything, but you, you can't take that away, right? That's who I belong to. Dignity, strength and dignity are her clothing, and she smiles at the future. She's looking forward to the future, right? That's the kind of character that we want. Confidence. She senses that her gain is good. Her lamp does not go out at night. We ought to have that confidence. We ought to, that ought to be a value that we place up there. Not a confidence in herself, a confidence in what God's doing. Compassion. She extends her hand to the poor, and she stretches out her hands to the needy. What's our great commandment? To love God with all your heart, your mind, your soul, your strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself. This verse is that, isn't it? When you talk about you're looking for an excellent wife, you're looking for somebody that does what? That seeks to fulfill the great commandment. And if she's doing this, she extends her hand to the poor and she stretches out her hands to the needy. That's exactly what she was doing. She was living out loving her neighbor by extending that hand of compassion to those people around her. That's beautiful. That's an illustration of what we need to be. Wisdom and kindness is another characteristic of Shas. She opens her mouth in wisdom. Where does she get the wisdom from? From God's Word, from Proverbs. She opens her mouth in wisdom, and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. That's the characteristics that she's displaying there. She's blessed and praised. Her children rise up and bless her, her husband also, and he praises her, saying, many daughters have done nobly, but you excel them all. Guys, you need to write that down on the palm of your hand, because your wife will hear that. Amen. Okay? Many daughters have done nobly, but you excel them all. She was doing things because that's who she was. But because of who she was, it was noticed by her children and by her husband. That's character that can be seen. Wisdom that can be seen. And when you see it, take note of it. Let the, you know, there, in the cards, what kind of impact have I made? I want you to think about what kind of impact has, has your excellent wife that many of you are sitting next to, what kind of impact has she had on your life? To make note of that, to say thank you from time to time. Don't wait till February 14th. 
Okay? Between now and, and the end of the day, you could say that. Let's talk about her contribution. So she's got character. Noble character. Character worthy of being noticed. The kind of character that illustrates God's values that we found in the book of Proverbs. Let's talk about her contribution because God wants us all. In the Proverbs, does it promote being a sluggard? Not at all. Does it promote the doing and working? Yes, it does. And so this woman, the excellent lot, the wife, lives that out. See how and pay attention to what she does. I don't know how this worked out, but this is the first one that I and and you're going to turn to your husband and smile. She shops well. Okay, that's what an excellent wife does. She shops well. All right, here it is, verse thirteen. Flip the slide there. She looks for wool. He's stunned back there. She looks for wool and flax and works with her hands in the light. She shops well, all right? That's, that, she's, she's caring for her family, and so she's shopping well. All right, my wife could tell you about, never mind. <laughs> okay. She resources well. I, I, this one I, I had a little fun with. She is like a, she's like merchant ships. She brings her food from afar. She stretches out her hands to the staff, and her hands grasp the spindle. That's, that's a sewing machine, okay? Um, but, but I want you to think about this. I, I'm guilty of this. When, when, I, when I'm, Typically when I'm getting ready to do, when I'm with a family of, of who's lost a, their mother, I'll say, what did she, what did she cook? You know, because it's that memory thing, right? When you, when you see fried chicken, it, well, it's not the fried chicken my mom made. You know, it's that memory thing that I want them to remember the, the great times with. Did you notice in, in, in Proverbs 31 that it doesn't mention that she cooks well? Okay. So, so just say, no, it's, not, it's not that you can't cook well or you shouldn't cook well, but it's not one of the requirements for an excellent wife is that she cooks well. But it says she is like merchant ships. She's like merchant ships. She brings her food from afar. She must have ordered out every day. Okay? And it was great. She's an excellent wife. She used Grubhub before it was available. Okay? Just think about that, all right? So, so just love, I love, I love that, okay? Um, she nourishes. Okay, she nourishes or cares, right? She rises also, and this is where I said, guys, don't think this is a command, okay? She, she rises also while it is still night and gives food to her household and, give, and portions to her maidens. She is not afraid of the snow, which is coming, right? For her household, for all her household are clothed with scarlet. Uh, she makes coverings for herself. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. But she's taking care. She's, she's caring for her family. She's nourishing her family. Matter of fact, she's nourishing the staff at the house, the maidens, etc. And so she's taking care of their food and their clothing. I love, love that, okay? Love that she, that's the thing. That she, she looks around, and it's not all about her. It's about those around her. Remember that love? And that love started 
in the family house, taking care of that. Um, she invests is another thing that we saw in there. Again, not a command. She considers a field and buys it from her earnings. She plants a vineyard. So she's investing in her contribution. She has income in her contribution here. Again, not a command, but she makes linen garments and sells them and supplies belts to the tradesmen. So she's doing other things to contribute to the household. Okay? Those are things that it describes and as a, an excellent wife. That's the description that we have of that. So we have the character. We have the contribution. Do we have a complete excellent wife? Sounds pretty good, right? Sounds pretty good. But they saved the best for last. And all the way through from verse 10, you assumed it without realizing it. It's about the commitment. Proverbs starts out with the beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. And it's about a relationship. So when we're talking about the excellent wife, she's got great character. She contributes. Love that. Love those things. Love the character. Love the contributions. But this is the most important because it's eternal. Because it's eternal. She fears the Lord. Charm is deceitful, and beauty is vain. I'm going to stop there for a second. Because that's often where our world culture values are at. It's how you look. How many of you have had the teenage girls struggling through that, right? Because it matters how you look in this world. But here, it's not knocking beauty. But it says this, charm is deceitful and beauty is vain. But a woman, what's more important than all of that? But a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. She has a relationship with God. That means she's living, seeking to live out her life for Christ. She has an eternity before the throne of God, the one who set his son to die on the cross that we might become true worshipers of him. The character, the contributions would fall short if it wasn't for this. You see, that character was built on a relationship with God. Those contributions were built on a relationship with God. So the commitment is the, is the utmost importance. And when you ask a guy, what are you looking for in a girl? How many times will say, I'm looking for somebody that knows Jesus? Go ahead, ask a guy. That usually doesn't come to the top. But according to Proverbs 31, if you're looking for an excellent wife, what ought you be looking for? Somebody that knows Jesus. 
Somebody that's seeking to live their life out in the way God intended them to live it out. The one that fears the Lord. Give her the product of her hands and let her works praise her in the gates. It becomes evident because of who she belongs to and the fact that she's living that out. That is an excellent wife. Are there different values as we walk through this? Are there different values between what God values and what our culture values? Where ought we put our focus on? What things ought we value? You walk back through that Proverbs and see if your values are not in line, what needs to happen? You need to change. Don't go changing God's mind, okay? These are the things that God values. In your wife's life, these are things that God has already valued in the Proverbs in your life. We need to check because we live in a culture whose values are not the same. Who, whose values are often based on the enemy of God. We need to seek those values and live those values out that God has taught us through the book of Proverbs. And here's the, the action steps, same action steps as they've been. Again, I want you to read Proverbs 31, verses 10, all the way to the end, all 22 verses of those. If you can read it in Hebrews, that would be bonus, okay? Um, mark the verse that applied to your day or your week. And what teaching had the most impact? Let me ask the guys to do this. This is a little special. I want you to read through the Proverbs and when you find one that just, God just impresses upon you that this verse is your wife, I want you to, to edify her, to build her up, and say, thank you, honey, babe, whatever you call your wife. Hey, you, okay? Um, this verse today Reminded me of what you did yesterday. Okay, can you do that? Let's work on that. Let's work on being all that God is calling us to be. Let's live out an example of God's values so that others can see that. We're going to stand and we're going to do the invitation. But as we do that, as Adam makes his way up here, I want to share this with you again. Last week, not all of you were here, but last week we, did, we started the Who's Your One. I'm going to give you the, the book and the, the card. You can do this again. In other words, if you didn't do it last week, it's just a 30-day 30, 30 prayer guide. So when you pick it up today, you can start on day one. You don't have to play catch-up. You can start on day one, and you can work through praying for your one. Here's how it works. Uh, they're available here. The deacons will be down here, and they can get it to you if you come down. There is a Who's Your One card that comes off. It's a, you keep this side of it. This side you hand, hand in to me. If you're looking at the prayer list, 
We started a whole new who's your one thing, and this side, will come, this side will come off. You give it to us, and we'll put it on that prayer list to know that these are the ones that we're praying for. People that you know that do not know Jesus as the Lord and Savior. That's what we're praying for. People to get saved. People to have that relationship with God. This prayer guide will help you. It's got blanks. When you open it up, it's got a blank here. And um, awaken whomever you're putting in this list, Mr. Smith, uh, to your offer of salvation, okay? That would be what you, you would pray. You're, you would put in the name of the person that you're praying for and just read that and pray for it. It's a prayer guide to help you to do that. Now, I want to share with you, um, if you pick up one of the sheets, one of them should be in yellow background because that one was Lisa's one has been Lisa's one for a while, so this didn't happen after one day of prayer, okay? But this week, a boy by the name of Trevor came into her office in need of some books for class. Now, how do you get from needing books for class to knowing about Jesus? Well, Lisa said, hey, she, she had the books, that he needed, and there's more to the story she can tell you. But see, God's working in your life, and he's pursuing you. you need, I need to tell you about Jesus. You see how God works? That one that you're praying for could be the one that comes to you in need of something that gives you the opportunity to share. There's no greater joy than watching somebody come to know Jesus. Everything else you see people do is, is temporal. When you see them commit their lives to Christ, you know that in eternity, life will take Trevor down the way. In a couple years, we won't know where Trevor's at. But we will know where he will be. And so that's what I want to invite you to participate in. You know somebody that's lost. Who's your one? It might be your, your family, somebody in your family that, that is lost. Okay, flip the slide there. It might be somebody in your family. We're getting ready to sit down for Thanksgiving. Think about who's at the table that doesn't know Jesus. You could write down your family. It might be one of your close friends, somebody that you talk to on a pretty regular basis. You know they don't know Jesus. Put their name on here and pray for them. It might be um, a neighbor that you want to pray for. So those are the kind of things that, that I'm inviting you, and we will be praying with you, okay? So let's stand. I've realized he has ransomed me, his grace runs deep. While was a slave to sin, Jesus died for me. Yes, he died for me, who the Son sets free, oh, is free indeed. I'm a child of God, yes, I am. my father's house there's a place for me i'm a child of god yes i am
My father's house there's a place for me I know that he has a place for me in my father's house is a place for you if you've not accepted Jesus you need to know what that is to accept Jesus I want to we're gonna sing one more round of that song love what it says but I want to invite you so that when you sing that the next time you'll know that's about you because you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and you have eternal life. One more round if you want to pray for somebody to do that. You can pick them up afterwards too. Let's sing that one more time. Give that invitation. If you don't know Jesus, make your way down here. The sun sets free Oh, is free indeed. I'm a child of God. Yes, I am. In my Father's house, there's a place for me. I'm a child of God. Yes, I am. Father, we thank you. I can't sing that loud enough. Father, look forward to the day when we all can stand before your throne to worship you in all of your glory. Father, just pray that Lord, for if there's anybody here that doesn't know you, Father, you might weigh upon their heart. And Father, they might reach out to somebody and ask that question, how can I be saved? What do I need to do? Father, let one of us have that joy of sharing with them, of being there in that moment when their eternity changes. Father, just pray that as we go out of this place, Lord, help us to live a life out based on your values. In Jesus' name, amen. Here's the have you reads for this week in Ezra, Isaiah, Hebrews, and John. On Wednesday nights, the prayer and share. And we'll try to cover Melchizedek, okay, in case you never understood how Mikkel, who Melchizedek is. Um, We'll try to explain it so that you're even more confused after Wednesday night. So I work on that. The Christmas boxes are right here if you want to pick those up. There are four buckets out there. And have a good day, guys.